Good morning. Uh, this is uh, Freddie Howard at House C Production Gospel on Blog Talk Radio, uh, as well as Mixed Clouds and other places on the internet. And our hashtag for the radio station is hashtag H-O-W-C-E-E. I am talking to an old friend. Um, we support his ministry, Hope Builders Ministry. He just come out of Africa, and uh, he's still resting. Probably just got off the plane less than 48 hours ago. Brother Jeff Hawkins of Hope Builders Ministry. How you doing? I'm doing well, Brother Freddie. How are you, my friend? I'm okay. Um, I I was doing some other stuff at the radio station. I said, whoa, we'll be talking to that man that come out of Africa today. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, man. It's it's good to hear from you as well. And I actually got off the plane Saturday night. And uh, after uh, over 30 hours of flight and... I did very, I did very well the first couple of days, and yesterday and today it hit me, you know, the jet lag just coming in hard. But uh, I'm doing well, praise the Lord. That's great. Yeah, and, uh, I I do have a bit of a sinus, so I apologize to your audience for my uh, my nasal <laughs> sound here. Says <laughs> so good. Uh, come in, come in. Instead of coming out of your mouth, it's coming out your nose. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> my goodness. I tell you. Well, that's, tell you. that's you blessed to just have just that and not have other things. God that's is for good. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm thankful. Yeah, yeah, praise the Lord. Well, um, I went to your website, and I like the new website. I like the way it looks. Um, um, tell us about your trip and... Um, Anything else you want to add? You 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 go for it. I'll, that'd be great. And you interrupt me at any time, uh, brother. Just okay. you know, you got any questions or anything? But yeah, I I left uh, several weeks ago. I think um, to go to Zambia for the first time in three years because of COVID and all the restrictions and everything. But I finally got back over there, and uh, it was just a it was a joy to be back with my partner, uh, Matthew Daka, is the administrator of Hope Builders Ministries Zambia. And this uh, ministry is a purely Zambian-run pastoral training, disciple-making uh, ministry that they operate there. And uh, you know, my function with Hope Builders Ministries is to be uh, basically a liaison and an advocate for resourcing uh, their ministry. And so it was good to get back on the ground to go. We traveled, uh, oh my goodness, uh, right at 2,000 miles in those three weeks. And we traveled from the west side. We went from Lusaka in the center of Zambia to the west and began our ministry that direction. And then uh turned around and came back up and went up to the northeast to the other extreme of Zambia and then back again to the central part of Copper Belt before we came back home to Lusaka. And those it was two, 15 days of just running. This is what it amounted to. And uh, in that time, I uh, had the privilege of just being with uh, old friends that I've been in ministry with for over 15 years. And then the majority of these uh, men that I met were all new, men and women, were all new to the ministry of Hope Builders Zambia, uh, basically cooperating and working together to train pastors and to also uh, implement disciple-making on the local church level. And so it was just a grand time, brother. I had, um, oh, and I have, I've lost count, um, six, seven, eight conferences uh, during that time, uh, three to six hours of just teaching the word and encouraging them. And uh, that was the, that's the big picture of what happened over those 15 days. Well, look here, Um, as you were talking, me and you have interacted um, several times over the years with your ministry. Mm. 
Um, as we continue with this interview, um, I want to ask you, is it possible um, that we do an interview and we connect with uh, some of the people there at the um, ministry there in Africa on an interview? I've had uh, several times me and Tabuhu still in contact, and I still mm -hmm. do an interview with him every once in a while. Mm -hmm. But um, reckon we could connect you and some of them, and we have a that would bring um, a clearer and a more in-depth uh, picture of the ministry. You know, me and you talking, that's good, but I would like to move it to the next level if that's possible to bring in the folks oh. over there that you're working with and be with yeah. for time and time after time. Traveling together 2,000 miles. <laughs> yes. Yeah, on bad roads, too. <laughs> I tell you, but yes, brother, to the, the short answer is absolutely, uh, that would be awesome to, uh, coordinate a, uh, uh, you know, a call and interview with, uh, with men like Matthew Daka and others mm -hmm. that are very, very much involved. I mean, they are the heartbeat of that ministry there and it would be, it would be phenomenal. Yeah, mm -hmm. that would be phenomenal. And I can, I'll work with you to uh, coordinate that for sure. Okay. Okay, well, whenever uh, time is is good for both of us, uh, uh, you can go ahead and begin to take the steps, and I'll begin to take the steps here in the studio to make yeah. it happen. And uh, when it, God so will, it, it, it will happen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that would be great. Mm -hmm. well, uh, some you, of the, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 please. Uh, I, let me ask you this. Um, on this trip, uh, you, you hadn't been over there in a couple of years. What was the outstanding thing um, that you were able to accomplish and to witness and to see come to uh, fruitation uh, what you've been planning and working on over the years? Yes, great. That's a great question, and there's, a, there's an awesome answer to it. In the time that we were not able to have our physical presence there hope builders usually is there uh with several teams uh everywhere from johan gauss who is the ceo of hope builders ministries uh to other teams uh, that go and myself uh, you know we're, we're there to encourage them but also to see what the work is doing because you know we finance and and supply the Bibles, bicycles, motorcycles, we supply the, uh, we basically fund the administrative work there. And so it's important for us to be on the ground and be able to give a good, clear and uh, uh, witness to uh, what our donors and the supporters are, are supporting there. And so in the three years that we've not been there, of course, I've been on the, I'm on the internet uh, with uh, uh, Google Meet and uh, WhatsApp uh, with them every week, uh, you know, and with my Matthew DACA, we're on, we're on the phone, you know, two, three times a week. And so in the three years that we, we were not there, the big thing that stood out, brother, is the growth of that ministry and the integrity of it and how they have worked nonstop without us actually having to be there to accomplish the goals of the ministry, which is Bible training for these rural pastors uh, that do not have the opportunity to go to Bible school. It's just too expensive. It's just not, it's not feasible to take them out of their churches and send them off to Bible college and put stress and strain on their family, let alone the financial uh, inability to do that. And they continued the work of, of training these pastors. And then the other thing that's been so exciting over the last four or five years, five years especially, we have been in, just emphasizing the need for the congregation's to be more than just attenders, uh, which is the same issue we have here in the United States. Christians are great attenders at church, but actually uh, being active in ministry, uh, because we believe that every member, every, every 
Christian is a minister. And we all have a God-called role uh, to play in the building of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ by uh, witnessing the gospel and by helping one another to grow uh, in the gospel, to grow in their spiritual life, in the maturity, and be able to walk the Christian life on a day-to-day basis. And so we have a, we have a program called Disciple Makers Program, the DMP. And uh, that is a uh, three, it's about a nine month course, three different modules that the pastors introduce into the, their local church and the local, the local members of the church, they begin to study together in a, what we call a one-on-three concept of study where uh, a mature believer is taking three other believers through the disciple training, which is a biblical-based uh, growing experience in the Word uh, to make application in their own life and then to live it out and, uh, and then to reproduce. The, the, the uh, disciples begin to make disciples uh, the Bible says uh, there in Matthew, Matthew 28 that we're to go into all the world and make disciples. And the big word there is make disciples. That's the command. Uh, going, baptizing, teaching are all supplemental uh, to making disciples. And so we saw this has grown by the thousands, brother, uh, where, where individual members of the church are growing. They're excited the churches are becoming stronger uh, spiritually, uh, just in their own maturity level, and that has been that has been an exciting thing that we saw, uh, you know, transpire over those three years. They they continue to do that in a in a big way. So that's the big that's the big picture there. That uh, this ministry is definitely uh, indigenous. It's uh, it's uh, grassroots. It's led by the Zambian leaders there, and uh, they're doing a marvelous job. And we were just we were ecstatic and thanking the Lord for uh, what He's doing in that regard. So we're praising the Lord in that regard. Oh man, that's uh, that's awesome. Um, I, I, I appreciate your um, um, modesty and integrity and how you do your ministry and um, I just I just since our first um, interview years ago you know your ministry as whenever you go to Blog Talk Radio guess whose ministry is the very first one <laughs> yes thank you Lord <laughs> I, I, I see that and I praise the Lord for that brother and and that's where we would ask uh, your audience to keep us in much prayer keep mm-hmm. them in prayer and uh, as they you know as they continue to work because you know Zambia is considered uh, you know a Christianized country uh, when you do the uh, <clears throat> when you do the surveys and you and you know 80 80 plus percent of the people there claim to be Christian. Uh, but like, just like in America, you know, uh, there's so much out there. There's so much confusion mm-hmm. as to what it is to be a believer. And these, these brothers are, are just, they're doing, uh, the, the basic groundwork of getting people in the Bible, not just being Christian in religion, but being Christian in their heart and in, in their soul and in their walk, uh, and and our our Zambian brothers, like our African brothers, are very spiritual. I mean, that's part of their culture. And <clears throat> but to get them grounded in the Word of God has been just phenomenal. And uh, we've seen tremendous uh, spiritual growth. And, hey, hey, uh, um, just, hey, Jeff! Somebody's at the door. I didn't know anybody was coming. Hold on, hold on, just a minute. Okay, okay, if you want to, you, you continue to talk, and I'm going to cut off my mics in the studio, but you will be okay. still coming through. All right. Okay, go. all right. Well, I'll just, uh, I'll just go on and share that uh, one of our pastors, for instance, the uh, David Sakala in the uh, Lusaka area works outside into the uh, rural area there, 
And he planted a home church, a house church in his own house. Uh, and the reason being, you know, buildings and all that are expensive and they got to be maintained. And, you know, economically, it's just very difficult. So he started a house church uh, three, three years ago and uh, started out small and then grew and grew and grew to the point where they had 150 people that were coming to his home. They added on a, a he basically added a big room onto the side of his house uh, where they meet. And I've got pictures of that. Uh, it's just it's just a phenomenal thing. And then over the course of three years, they split, uh, biblically split, and uh, formed two other house churches out of that house church. And they're still running 150 uh, people that are coming together, Christians coming together to study the word, to pray together, uh, to reach out in their community with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so that's just that's just one aspect of the the beauty of uh, what we're pushing and, and teaching uh, with this multiplication by training the people in the church, uh, getting them in, in the Word of God, so that they know God's Word and are able to share it with others. So it's been an exciting thing uh, to see in that regard and. We went from uh, Lusaka with David. This is on the day before I left. Uh, so this had been last Thursday. We drove a couple hours uh, out into the uh, eastern part of that uh, province and uh, met a local church there. They gathered their leaders, and the, the hub leaders, as we call them, the district leaders and the hub leaders came together. And then that congregation at Chongwe uh, met together. And it was just, it was tremendous uh, to have them uh, together. I was, I was uh, blessed to be able to share with them and encourage them uh, in the Word of God, focused on uh, <clears throat> the two things we focused on in that particular meeting were what is faith, and then we also focused on what is salvation. And uh, the response was wonderful. And the uh, just being encouraged uh, to know that our faith is in the Word of God. That's where faith comes from. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And as people hear the Word of God, is, uh, when they're unsaved, they hear the gospel and they're prompted and moved by the Holy Spirit, convicted by the Spirit of God to believe the message of God's word that says, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. He's the one that, you know, God became a man. Uh, he came and lived and died for our sin. He rose from the dead uh, to just the, the fact that he rose from the dead is God's stamp of approval that his sacrifice was sufficient. Put your faith in Jesus and he gives you eternal life. But that's only the beginning, and uh, the second part of salvation is living the Christian life, uh, what we call sanctification. And it's also by faith in God's Word, hearing God's Word, believing God's Word, obeying God's Word, uh, learning how to walk the Christian life. And of course, that's where all of us are at today. We're, as believers in Christ, we're, we're, <clears throat> we're walking by faith in God's Word. And then the third part of that is our future glorification with Christ, uh, being raised from the dead in a, in a body like the Lord's and being with him forever in his kingdom and his glory. Uh, this is what we're living for. And so I, I had the privilege of just emphasizing those two doctrines and uh, in the word of God and encouraging them. And the response was wonderful. So, we had a we had a great time with that as well. Okay, I'm uh, I'm back. Uh, my wife is do desktop publishing, and she just had a client come in, so um, you can hear me, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, I hope they don't get too loud because <laughs> they <laughs> they next door. <laughs> okay. Uh, I um I'm I'm thinking about um. 
the things that are going on in the world, me and you often exchange uh, words and thoughts uh, in our inboxes about situations in the country and different stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. one of the things that I want to ask you about is this. I know and you know that God is in control and all these things that are taking place in this country is God's getting ready we don't know the day or the hour when he's going to come and when he's going to do what he's going to do. Amen. But God is absolutely getting ready for his return. And he's been doing that ever since he went away when he said, I'll go to prepare a place mm-hmm. for you and where I am, there you will be also. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the things is we can't get caught up in what the world is doing and get hung up in sides and things like we got to keep God in focus and and when we get to pointing fingers you can't point you can't judge because God when he come him and his angel gonna shepherd, separate the wheat from the from the tide mm, talk mm, about amen. that briefly from your perspective and I like the way you as a white brother and, and your wife as a, as a white sister y'all living in this world but you going where God is sending you into my brothers and sisters in Africa mm. to give them the word, how mm. you God has given it on your heart to work with them, Hadaka and all of those that work with you. I appreciate that. That's real stuff. That's not hyperbole and jumping around and dancing. And nothing wrong with jumping around and shouting and doing your thing like that, but this is where the rubble meets the road. Yeah. Go ahead. Talk yeah. about that, if you will. Well, I, t- I tell you, you know me. You know we've been we've been talking for years now, and and I pray that I'm growing uh, in in this in the Lord. And one of the things that's really struck home to me, uh, there's several things that we're talking about here. You look at the chaos in the world and the breakdown of the moral fabric of of what we're used to, uh, where right is wrong and wrong is right, and uh, we get all we get very um, upset about that, and you know, rightfully so, in the sense that we don't want to tolerate evil, but at the same time, I I am confident that in the midst of this chaos. Things aren't blowing apart, but in fact, coming together, as you said, the Lord is working. He's moving. He's moving the pieces in the place uh, for his soon return. I believe Jesus is coming back. I pray it soon. I believe it soon by the way things are looking. And 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 the, with that, to calm down in my own soul and spirit. Uh, not to be overcome by all the news uh, that we read and hear, uh, just how bad things are. Things are bad, uh, but the Bible tells us that things are going to be bad before the end comes. It's going to get worse and worse, and that the church is going to be, and the, when I say the church, I'm, the church, all believers uh, we were in a situation where the world hates us. They hated Jesus. The world hates the church, the true church, the the Bible-based believing church. They hate it because there's absolute truth there. They don't want absolute truth. But, you know, our goal, we're not going to change that. Uh, I mean, we are responsible as Americans, of course, and Zambians. They have that they live in a free country where they vote and all that. Well, Christians need to vote their conscience before the Lord and before the word of God. And, and that's always something that we can talk about. What does the Bible say and all that? But bottom line, uh, the church is, is a, a restraining force for the evil that's in the wor- world, that uh, the, the church is, the Holy Spirit in the church restraining the, it could be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. And I think it will get a lot worse. But the other thing that, uh, that, that has, you know, affects my mind and my heart before the Lord is realizing that, you know, there's no, there's no race in the sense of the 
people, black, white, yellow, you know, Asian, African, uh, Westerners, uh, there's no race in the Bible. It's the human race. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what affects me. So there's no, uh, there's no, uh, thought there of, um, in my own heart, when I look at people, I look at people and, and the, and that's the way the Lord looks at people. Uh, mm. we're humans and he, he created us. We belong to him and he desires every human who is and every one of us have been tainted by Adam's sin. Uh, we all have the old nature, which is, uh, the old nature is just purely selfish and sinful, but believers have received a new nature, the nature of Christ in us. Mm-hmm. And it's our struggle. That's the struggle that you and I and every believer has to choose to walk in the new nature and not in the old nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galatian talks about it as the war between the flesh and the spirit, mm-hmm. uh, the spirit being our new nature uh, that the Holy Spirit has given us. Uh, the nature of Christ, which cannot sin. And so uh, that's the battle, and that's the way I look at it when I'm ministering, uh, whether here in the States, uh, white, black brothers, uh, my brown brothers, it doesn't matter, Mm -hmm. uh, just encouraging us that we all have a new nature of Christ in us, and that's how we're supposed to walk. And that and that walk, of course, is guided by the scriptures, uh, especially the New Testament written to the church, uh, how we live today. We don't live like the Old Testament believers did. We don't we're not under that same house rules that mm-hmm. they were. Uh, we're under a completely uh, new set of rules uh, guided by the new nature uh, and the new covenant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so that's, uh, that's the heart of, you know, my ministry personally, you know, my personal ministry is to encourage brothers and sisters in Christ to walk according to the new nature, which is guided by God's precious word. Mm-hmm. And, um, that, that's, that's the heartbeat. I hope I, I answer that. I look yeah, at the world it is chaos. Yeah, it's chaos, but but God is in control. I mean, he's not surprised by this. He told us this was going to happen. And basically, the Lord is giving the world what they want. It's mm-hmm. not that he's, uh, that he's sanctioning evil. He's just giving them what they yeah. want. They want evil. He's giving it to them and, 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 and letting, them, letting you, them have it. You know what, um, um, uh, Brother Jeff? There's another thing. Most human beings do not know who they are. And just like you was talking about the race and different stuff like that, God made all a man, but there is only two types of human beings we God made, Gentiles and his people. (laughs) All these other stuff that we added in the game, that's human stuff. Yeah. You are either an Israelite, you're uh, are you either Jew or Gentile? And that's all in the world. And it, yeah. is, it is the world in the hands of Satan that's creating this chaos. Yeah, yeah. And most well, people don't know it. That's why they get yeah. hung up on this race stuff. Yeah, and I'll even I'll add to that a little bit, uh, brother, that, you know, in the world there are, there are, I hold to the fact that there's three, there's three peoples in the world. There's the Gentile, the unbeliever. Mm-hmm. There's the Jew, mm-hmm. uh, which is God's chosen people, mm-hmm. and they're saved and unsaved Jews. And then there's the church, the oh, yeah, third yeah, you're entity. Right. You're this, absolutely right. That's that's that that's that uh, that mystery of the uh, that we live in. This was unknown uh, in the Old Testament. You know, there was just Jews and Gentiles then, and then. You know, when Israel rejected Messiah and uh, the Lord created a new man, and that new man is the church. And we're here just for this time period between the two comings of the Lord. And uh, it's very interesting to see how the Lord has protected all these thousands of years, his earthly people, the Jews, 
and uh, how they, the Lord is bringing them back together. The nation of Israel is a phenomena. It's a miracle. Uh, but they're still in unbelief as a nation. Mm-hmm. But the Lord said he's going to save them. He's going to bring them to repentance. They're going to recognize Jesus as their Messiah. And when that happens, that's when the kingdom will come. That's when Jesus will introduce the kingdom to this world. Israel will be the head nation. Uh, the church, God's heavenly kingdom, heavenly people, will be, we are the body of Christ. We're going to be ruling and reigning with Christ mm-hmm. uh, on, this, on this present earth. And so I look at it that way as far as uh, you know, you're either a Gentile, you're either a Jew, or you're a saved believer mm-hmm. today. You're a Christian today. And, 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 uh, and the, the fact that Christ- you are a Christian does not legitimize your sin. Oh, absolutely he gonna not, get, Paul. He's he going to take yeah. care of you. If, if you, even though you yeah. are his, he's yeah. still going to exact yeah. the punishment from you. Well, Christians, you know, you know Paul said in Romans chapter 6, mm-hmm. should we sin that grace should abound? God forbid. Absolutely not. God forbid. Because don't you know, he goes, he goes through chapter 6. I love that, you know, don't you know? Uh, that those of you who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death, burial, resurrection, so that we can walk in newness of life. So absolutely, uh, brother, that Christians, we're not sinless. We mm. still have the old nature. Yeah, you got to fight it and, every day. And we have, to, we have the old nature. We're not sinless, but surely Christians should be growing to where they sin less. Mm -hmm. We should be sinning less. Uh, We should be coming into more and more conformity to the Lord, uh, to his nature and, and walking as, as, uh, as his people and and walking like Jesus. And so, yes, I agree a hundred percent that just because I'm saved doesn't mean I can just live any way I want. No, Uh, the Lord does not tolerate that in believers. That's why he disciplines us. Uh, he'll even discipline us unto death. You know, that's that's part of the word, too, that people don't like to read. But there is a sin unto death for believers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can die in our sin and have to give an account for that. Uh, the one who died for the sins of the whole world, uh, yeah, he's he's already paid the price. So for believers to knowingly and willfully sin is a terrible thing. And uh, the Lord doesn't... T- Excuse me. The Lord does not take that lightly, and uh, we should not either. You know, so we ought to be working out our salvation. You know, the salvation. And they say work it out, trembling. We 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 need to be working it out. That's what, and that means walking by faith in God's word. That's another thing. Um, People don't understand God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And uh, that Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit is in you. It guides you. And and guess what. A lot of times in my walk with Christ, I don't have to say nothing. I don't have to do nothing, Brother Jeff. It would just, it something will come over me. Something will, it will let me know the danger yeah. ahead. Just, yeah. and, and guess yeah. what? And, when, and, and it's always first. Don't throw that mm. away. That's mm. the Holy Spirit letting you know. Yeah. Yeah, the new nature in us, which is the gift of the Holy Spirit, that's what it means to be born again. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, uh, you know, we have a new nature in us, the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is the Lord's power working in us, and that's what, that's what uh, triggers our hearts and minds. You know, our conscience is is triggered to do. Uh, exactly what we're supposed to do. That's to be like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when we do sin, oh, I mean, our conscience is is is, is stabbed, and uh, we're convicted. We confess our sin. The Lord is faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, so that we can continue our walk in the Lord. Praise the Lord for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it really comes down to, uh, Brother Freddie, it, it comes down to a believer, a Christian, choosing, am I going to live in the flesh or am I going to live in the spirit? Am I going to live for self 
or am I going to live for Christ? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the battle. And that's what, again, back to Romans chapter 6, you know, where he tells us all these things that we know that we should know. If we don't know, we should know these things. And we need to reckon those things to be true, verse 11, chapter 6. Then verse 12, it says, Therefore, don't yield your members to instruments of unrighteousness, mm-hmm. but yield them as instruments of righteousness. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my goodness, I tell you, that's the battle. I mean, every yeah, single day, every moment of every day, uh, it's a matter of, of uh, yielding uh, to the you know, Christ in us, yielding to that new nature that we've received. And, and not yielding to our flesh, which is ever-present until the resurrection. I mean, we're all going to battle with that. And, you, know, uh, you know, what I do here lately is that um, I, I know you're busy and, and you you got other things to do, but uh, no, what I do here... You're, <laughs> you're what, what I have to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you're on the battlefield right now, right? I got you, yeah. I got you. What I do is that um, here lately, I have used the number seven... Uh, which is seven days, uh, just like you said, the battles with the flesh. Mm-hmm. And I go into a seven-day bibwhack, a seven-day wall, a seven-day um, time frame, which I personally upset. Maybe God's guiding me in that way, and I know he is, that I don't, I do not cross the line of just like say, of my members or my eyes or my, you see what I'm saying? Oh yes. And, yeah. and sometimes, sometimes I make that s- seven days. Sometimes I fall short, but guess what? I get up and set the seven again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's that's exactly right. And you made a good point too. I I've been camped out in Romans chapter six, seven, and eight mm-hmm. because that talks about our walk and how that we're to walk according to the new nature in us, and you know relying upon the Holy Spirit to uh, teach me from the Word so that I do what's right. But that there in Romans six it talks about every single member of our body being an instrument of righteousness. So. Like you just said, the eyes, our ears, our mouth, our arms, our feet, our hands, uh, all of that, our minds, our very mind uh, being an instrument of righteousness, of saying no to the flesh, mm-hmm. not letting myself you know, think bad thoughts, evil thoughts, uh, dealing with the brethren to always think the best of my brothers in Christ. Even if I don't understand a situation, to not overreact and immediately uh, put them in the box. Oh, they're sinning. Uh, they're you know they're being hateful. Uh, to to not do that and give the Lord time to work in my life and their life, mm-hmm. uh, and and to be and to be uh, very sensitive to one another. To obviously just to think the best of each other in Christ mm-hmm. and desire the best for each other in Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's huge. Yeah. That's that's huge. And then when you talk about the unsaved world, I mean, the you know, unsaved world, I mean, they're walking in defiance against the Lord, whether they know it or not. And to have compassion on them as the Lord has compassion on them. He died for them just as he died for us. Mm-hmm. And and so we should be sensitive to that. And how can I proclaim the gospel uh, to this, this man, this woman that does not know Jesus and believe what the Bible says, that the gospel is powerful to save whosoever believes and so, therefore, to proclaim that gospel, trusting the Holy Spirit to do his work, which is without the Holy Spirit convicting uh, the sinner, uh, you know, when he hears the gospel, they're not going to be saved. So the Holy Spirit, Jesus said the Holy Spirit has been given to convict the world of sin and righteousness and judgment to come. Mm-hmm. And so when we proclaim the gospel in a loving way, uh, because we, we want them to be saved just as we're saved. God wants them to be saved. He doesn't desire anyone to be lost. Uh, you know, so we proclaim the gospel. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, that affects that that helps us to live those seven days, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like you said, it helps us to to put ourselves in check instead of reacting uh, to respond. Yeah. You know, when when things come our way. Yeah. Well, look, Jeff, I'm gonna tell you, uh, I enjoy it when I be talking to you. I love it when we go into the spirit and uh, we're talking uh, God's word and. Um, you are helping my life, and I hope what I be doing helping your life. Absolutely, yes. That, um, God continue to bless our relationship, and we grow. Tell me about yeah. your family. How is how is family? Well, coach? we we are well. Uh, we family is doing good. My my uh, four children and ten grandchildren plus two, twelve grandchildren, I should mm-hmm. say, are spread out all over. And uh, but everyone's doing well uh, in, in this battle of life, and mm-hmm. uh, my wife Luann is she is uh, <laughs> she is a saint. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just all I can say. <laughs> she's she's a saint. She's I, the compass. I, I tell you, I I'm so thankful for my precious wife, who's a, a godly woman that loves me, and uh, it just. It's just uh, just a wonderful. We're, we've been we've been married now forty eight and a half years, mm-hmm. and uh, and just walking this life together in the Lord. And she loves the Word of God, and and uh, uh, she shares with me constantly things that she's learning, and I'm thankful for her. Yeah. And uh, so when I got home, you know, we hadn't we hadn't been separated, you know, over these last three years. Uh, we've been together, and so when I went on this this journey, which was almost three weeks altogether, you know, she was she said she acted, she really missed me, and I thought yeah. that was good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, brother. One other thing, I know, I know, you know, time here is is running, but just to just to tell your listeners again to to reinforce. Uh, our ministry as Hope Builders Ministries with our brothers in Zambia. And then we also work in other countries as well. But our main ministry is to, is to supply them with what they need to help them to do ministry. Mm-hmm. And so we focus on Bibles. Uh, we've got over 20,000 Bibles that we had printed in English uh, because Zambia is an English speaking country. Uh, not that all of them, uh, read English, uh, but they're but a majority, um, a good a group of them does. I say half of them will read English with no problem, but we also use that as a teaching tool because it is the official language in Zambia. So a lot of our pastors have never been past the sixth grade, and it's in the sixth grade that they actually start learning English uh, in their school system. So most of them still speak and read in their native tongue, which are over 72 in that country of Zambia, 72 different languages. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> so, you know, we, we, we thank God for the Bibles that we have, but we also buy uh, Bibles that are translated into their native tongue. Mm-hmm. And uh, we distribute those to our disciples the ones that are that are growing in the Lord, they're actually uh, focused on making disciples uh, because there's such a limited a number of Bibles. We don't just hand them out on the street corner, but we actually strategically place them in the hands of believers uh, so that they can grow uh, in the Lord. And it's it's just been phenomenal. Uh, the Lord has blessed us with giving out many many thousands and thousands of Bibles uh, in Zambia to our co-workers there. But not only Bibles, but also with these pastors, they're, they're missionaries. And so they travel about. They, they go out to other villages, other communities, uh, teaching the Word of God and, and, and taking the gospel to these places. And so we buy bi- bicycles for these pastors. Uh, bicycles are like pickup trucks mm-hmm. in, in Zambia. Uh, the, the, the A lot of the places don't have roads as we see them. They're just dirt roads that erode with the weather and everything. And so bicycles are very, uh, very handy for them. Just a big help for them 
in moving around and saving time and energy and being able to get to people. Mm-hmm. And then for the the main leaders, uh, like our district leaders, area leaders that have, they have hundreds of miles uh, that they need to travel to help coordinate the ministry with their hub leaders. Uh, we try to buy them motorcycles uh, mm-hmm. to help get them around. And so that's been, it's just been wonderful to see how the Lord uses these gifts that we're able to give them from the Bibles to transportation uh, to help them now. And not only that, then we provide, uh, we provide the teaching materials, the three-year Bible training uh, for these pastors uh, so that they can, they can have a Bible education. Mm-hmm. And again, that's done, that's done on a strategic level where you have one mentor pastor, one Zambian pastor is teaching three others uh, on a regular basis. They meet weekly, sometimes more than uh, once a week. And uh, they come together and they study through the Bible together for three years and uh, get a good grounding, uh, foundational, fundamental understanding of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Mm-hmm. And we provide multiple thousands of those manuals as well. And so that's where your listeners can be a great help uh, with Hope Builders Ministries, uh, we provide these materials, but these materials co- uh, cost thousands and thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. and uh, and so that and that money, you know, uh, we generate that uh, by asking our fellow believers here in the United States to give to that, and uh, uh, we've just seen the Lord use it tremendously, and mm-hmm. we praise the Lord for that, and thank God for generous donors that do that. Mm-hmm. I look at um, the elaborate, I say elaboration of our worship places, and I look at the worship places of the people that you visit, and the difference is yeah. night and day. God is awfully powerful, and God can do anything that he wants. I want to ask you, um, Yes. when we air this broadcast, we're going to air it first on um, Blog Talk Radio, then we'll air it on uh, Blog Talk uh, Radio as well as, I said that, as uh, I mean, Mixed Cloud as well. But one of the things I have at my disposal is a restream. I forgot to turn it on while we were uh, talking there. It'll, it'll show me in the screen, but you could hear your voice is you know talking, but it just showed me in my studio here. I want to work on a, a situation where that um, um, we I can go split screen and you in your studio and uh, I'm in mine. But I just want to continue our relationship and continue to grow with uh, God in the midst of us and uh, continue to do what God wants to be done. So for his ministering to the world. Um, Amen. I'm a deacon at my church, and uh, I'm the, I call it the go for, you know. <laughs> Whatever they <laughs> get. <laughs> I don't, uh, I, I, um, whatever they tell me to do, Jeff, I do. You know what I mean? Um, praise the Lord. We've got to have gophers. Yeah. That's what I am, brother. I'm, I'm just a gopher. <laughs> I, my, my latest challenge has been the, um, when the head deacon that was before me passed, uh, my challenge now is to um, document and all the grave sites in the grave. That's 40, 50, 70, 800 years before I was born. And um, I write down every time someone is buried and who's next to them and stuff like that. That's because when people come to the church, we can hardly find people in the cemetery when they come to visit their loved one. But anyway... God's in that midst of that as well, and I'm going to continue to yes. do what he asked me to do. Um, but anyway, I, I've enjoyed talking to you, and I want you to close us with prayer and your thoughts and whatever you, way you want to go, and then I'll come up after you. Well, thank you. Thank you, Brother Freddie. I just want to thank you for the opportunity to, to share with you and the ministry. Thank the Lord for those 15 days I had in Zambia after that long period of time. It was a reunion with uh, 
with scores of my good friends and brothers that I've been working with for, uh, well, since 2005. And so it was wonderful to be back with them. It was awesome to see God's working in them and through them and that we are just their helpers. We, we are co-workers with them. And it's been, uh, it was just a wonderful uh, reunion in that respect, especially uh, to see God's work and uh, that we're still doing our work, whether we're here in the United States or they're there in, in Zambia uh, to see the Lord working, people being saved and the church growing in not just number, but, but in maturity. And uh, that's, that's just a, a, a huge thing. And we thank God for that. And uh, brother, just to, just to tell the folks that if they want to follow us, they can follow me on Facebook at HBM Jeff is, uh, is my call sign for my uh, ministry page. And that just has uh post after post of what's going on in Zambia and Asia where I'm working and then uh, just to encourage folks to pray for us and, and we'll thank you so much for that and our partnership together in prayer and if you can give please do Hope Builders Ministry uh, is a our integrity is intact uh, we don't take any salaries uh, we have a small office that you know handles the funding and the all the uh, uh, bureaucratic uh, and institutional requirements that the IRS uh, puts on a nonprofit. Uh, but Hope Builders is uh, proud to say that we only use about 10% of the funds that come in to actually run the ministry on this side. Everything else goes uh, to the ministry to the to the field. And uh, we're so thankful for that. And we work hard at keeping it at that level, which is way below the standard of 40, 50 percent in most places. Mm -hmm. So we're thankful for that, uh, for that opportunity to serve the Lord in that way. So with that, brother, I'll, I'll close us in prayer. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, I do thank you for this opportunity to uh, speak with my brother Freddie and Housey Radio, Lord God, I pray that you continue to bless him and the ministry that he has uh, with people as they listen to his radio program. May your name, Lord Jesus, be lifted up always. We thank you, Lord. Help us, Lord, as we uh, walk through this life. We do thank you for the indwelling spirit that's given us this new nature, uh, Lord, where we can walk in newness of life. We are your ambassadors for Christ. People, they can only see Jesus in us. And so may we reflect the Lord Jesus Christ in all that we do and say. Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters in Zambia, uh, working with Hope Builders Ministry Zambia. Lord, that you continue to grow that ministry. And as they proclaim the name that is above every name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord, may more people be saved, many thousands. Everyone that hears the gospel, Lord, would they respond in faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, help them as they continue to grow your church. Lord, uh, you said you would build your church, and we, get to, we have the privilege, Lord, of being builders alongside you as we take the gospel and then encourage one another to grow in our faith, to be mature, to be like Jesus so that we can all stand before you on that great day, Lord, when you return and we hear a well done, my good and faithful servant. Lord, let, that's our prayer. That's our desire. We do pray that you come soon. But Lord, in the meantime, may we be faithful and uh, Lord will give you all the glory. Again, Lord, bless our dear brother Freddie, his family, Lord, the ministry there. Thank you for your blessings on all of us. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Our Father and Savior Jesus Christ, the maker and creator of all mankind, I am reminded of the prayers of David. And when he said, My sins, and I say our sins are ever before us, we know our sins, and God, you know them as well. 
Let us be mindful of that as we walk in this world and we reach out to others that we don't condemn and that we don't we condemn sin as you condemn sin, but let us know that we ourselves are sinners. And we have not the power to separate the wheat from the chaff. Jesus, you and your angels will do that when you come. I thank you, Jesus, for Brother Jeff Hawkins and his family and reaching out across the world in his ministry. May he be continually blessed and their efforts continue to bless and the people there in Africa and they're learning and they're walking in an upright manner with Christ. They have trials and tribulations that we can't imagine. Just as you and I have trials and tribulations in our lives that other people can't imagine. But let us be mindful of them as well. Mm. On behalf of all of us here at the radio station and this ministry, I thank you, God, for the opportunity to do what you have us to do. There may be a thorn in my side. There may be a thorn in Jeff's side. But God, you said your grace is sufficient. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, brother. Hey, Jeff. Enjoy it, son. Thank you. I enjoyed it, too, my brother. (laughs) And you have a blessed, blessed day. And may your seven-day run be a successful one. (laughs) Sir, so you're going to 14. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, thank you. All right, brother. Thank God bless you. God son. bless. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, bye-bye. Bye. All right, that was Brother Jeff Hawkins of Hope Builders Ministry. And you can find him on the on Facebook and the internet by just going to HBM Jeff. Or you can go to Hope Builders Ministry on any search engine of Google and find his ministry. They need tools to continue their ministry. And it's be in your heart to do, reach out to them and bless them. They are a 501c organization, and what you give, God will return it, God willing, through tax exempt exemption. On behalf of all of us here at House C Internet Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Mixcloud, Facebook, and all of the other platforms, Restream, and all other platforms that we use in this ministry, We say God bless you and have a good day and continue your walk with Christ. We'll see y'all next time. God bless you. We are still in the studio um, uh, after that interview with uh, Brother Jeff Hawkins, uh, who just returned from Zambia, Africa. Uh, We're going to add a sound from uh, several videos that he had posted while he was there in Africa. This first uh, sound uh, run about a minute and 44 seconds. And it's um, Jeff talking to uh, uh, one of his faithful companions that he had for years, Mr. Matthew Zaka. And they had finished the conference and, uh, and board meeting and uh, for Hope Builders Ministries there in Zambia and with the Board of Trustees and they're saying goodbye and he's getting ready to return home. Okay, our time at Masinga is over. We are loading up. We've loaded up the truck and uh, we're getting ready to go back to Lusaka There'll be three other men with with Daka and me as we go. Brother Allen will stay here. Peter will stay here. Taking care of Masinga. Yeah. Justin and Godric and Kelvin are going back with me. With us, I should say. I'm not driving. So, yeah, so... We praise the Lord for Masinga. Thank the Lord for this place. We've had a good time. It's been a wonderful time together here. Oh, yes, Brother James. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's going back as well. Another route. This is the hostel, the hotel. Got 10 places here and a conference room in there, meeting room. Thank the Lord for this place. 
The Lord has given us. We still need some help to finish purchasing it, our contract. Uh, but uh, you all help us. We will appreciate it. Good place for the men to come study. To have a great uh, influence upon the community with our brother Alan Lunga. who does a lot of ministry and Bible study with young people. So, thank you. Let's get moving, he says. Let's have prayer before we go. Praise the Lord.